Welcome back, everybody, to another fun-filled podcast episode. We are the Third Life Crisis Podcast, and we're excited you're hanging out with us today. If you didn't know, we are three friends talking about all kinds of topics from our reoccurring segments navigating our everyday life to get us through this third life crisis. My name is John Michael, and I'd like to welcome my friends and co-hosts, Cassie and Austin, to the show. What's going on, guys? Hey. Talk to me. <laughs> so today is Wednesday, September 26th, and we have a fun-filled show today. We're going to be doing another update from last week's episode on hashtag Cassie's Challenge. And about fun field. And uh, we have a discussion <laughs> today about things that freak us the heck out. And uh, I just wanted to start off the show by saying this. We're officially exactly one month away from party time. We are, yes. Officially, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. A month from today, exactly, we'll be in, the guys will be in beautiful Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And the ladies will be in a box in Austin. In a box? <laughs> a where box? You sta- where, I mean, staying I, where are you staying then? What, what's happening with that? So... Let me just give you all some quick updates. I've never booked an Airbnb, but Either was apparently awesome. apparently they cancel a lot, or <laughs> we've just had terrible, terrible luck. Why don't you go to the verified people? You're talking about like a super host? Yes. Well, so the first one had great reviews, and it was a cheap price. So we're like, we'll do that because it's in... New Orleans, so we'll be traveling, and that's an expense. Most or a few of us would have to fly, um, and then all of a sudden they just started getting all of these cancels, and then sure enough, they canceled on us. Then because that happened, we're like, all right, let's move it to we'll move it to Austin, and we got an Airbnb. It was again a good price, a good location, and it had great reviews. So we're like, all right, this is it. And then that that person started doing some shady stuff. They were like, hey, they emailed the maid of honor and they were like, hey, so we're going to charge a cleaning fee. You need to PayPal me so much money. And she was like, what the heck? And so she told me and I was like, "Nah, that's some shady stuff. That's the first rule of Airbnb. Like, I don't know anything about Airbnb, but that's the like one rule. Don't send them money outside of the site. Right, it all has to be through Airbnb. And so she contacted the Airbnb people, told them, and they were like, well, let me contact this person. And the person was like, oh, sorry, we didn't know. We just were going to add this cleaning fee. And they told them, you have to add it in at the end. You can add it in at the end. And they're like, perfect. And so weeks go by, and she's like, all right, well, hey, you haven't added that cleaning fee you know to the thing and he was like oh i was just gonna add it at the end you know after y'all leave (laughs) outside of airbnb no no no. just uh, to our bill after we leave we (laughs) wanted it up front so that we can split everything evenly right and she was like all right sure enough canceled and i was like we need to stop jacking around we need a super host because I don't understand how all these people are canceling on us. It makes me wonder what they're doing with this money. Kind of like a Ponzi scheme. Like, right? They're just taking money in, paying their bills, cancel, take someone else's <laughs> money in, paying their bills, cancel, take someone like, so they don't have to do anything. I guess you don't work for a living if you do it that way, right? Right. And, well, this, okay, so the second one took their entire, 
uh, house, I guess, off the the whole site. Okay. Completely Damn. took it off. You can't find them anymore. And I'm like, I don't know about that. So, as of right now, today, do you have a spot to stay? We do. It was more, obviously, right, more expensive. But when we first looked, there was, like, nothing. I was like, we're not going to find anything. But we found something. It looks nicer. It's bigger. It has more beds. Obviously, it's more ex- more expensive. Um, uh, but it is a super host or verified or whatever you want to call it. So, hopefully... Cross your fingers. Third time is a charm, and we're not going to have to mess with this crap anymore. Um, because it's just, it's, it's too much. Like, we knew the first one was going to cancel because they started getting all those reviews. We just didn't know when they were going to cancel. Right? We were like, are you going to wait a week before we get there? The day before we get there? And then they canceled early enough where we are like, Perfect. This one was just like, oh, sorry, my bad, I didn't know, kind of thing. And then they freaking cancel on us. Well, hopefully nobody cancels in the next 30 days for you guys. Are we good, Austin, with everything? Yeah, we're good. I mean, I'm in contact with the guy. I've communicated with him several times about just stuff, weather, things to do around there. So I think we're good. Through Airbnb also. Of, Of course, yes. Yeah. I'm but just saying that like, we both use Airbnb. Chang a Chang Chang on the side. <laughs> no, we've just literally been talking. He's like, "Hey, bro, I need I need fifty bucks." He's been <laughs> giving us. Can you just me that real quick? He's given us ideas of things to do there. Kind of heads up on what kind of the weather is going to be in October because it can vary. Mm-hmm. And um, I think well, we're good. We got a nice. what's it, super host, super duper duper host. Whatever, whatever they call it. <laughs> um, super duper. So I, I think we're good as far nice. as the. The lodging is concerned. You know what was weird is that that second one was like, hey, I need the money for the cleaning fee. It's three months out. We haven't even stayed. Why are you charging <laughs> us a cleaning fee? Let's see. You have this many <laughs> girls come in. In my experience, we have this much mess. He's probably I pro- need this money it. now. I need I need the money now, three months in advance, because you haven't even stayed. Yeah, it seems legit. <laughs> Real shady people perfect out way, there, Perfect guys. way to run a business there. Stay Austin, honest, you were, people. You were telling me. You know, our we are pretty much set almost <laughs> for Colorado. Just need probably things to do, but flight and hotel, flight and cabin, whatever. It's pretty much set. But you were telling me some news about the place we're going to stay at, the city or the little town. <laughs> right. So let's see. Last week, last weekend's Dateline would have aired on September twenty-first. I'm watching it, and they they set up you know the story. They set up the 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 girl who uh, is murdered, they, they talk to her family, and then they drop the line of where the murder took place. And it's the town over, like, maybe five minutes from where we're going to be staying. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> right? I mean, and usually no big deal. Like, I've seen, obviously, murders that have happened in Fort Worth, Dallas, San Antonio, like, everywhere, right? But then as the story progresses... Another woman died, and then another woman, and I was like, "Geez, what is going on?" And basically, there's a serial killer on the loose where we're going to be staying in that area. But in the past, not currently. Well, I mean, they caught no, him. He's still, he's still <laughs> hunting down people. He's still at large. They, they caught him. <laughs> How long ago was this? Uh, not too long ago, just from a couple years ago. Okay, so it don't bring that up ago. when we're in the town. 
Don't so ask people copy, about that. Copycatter. Well, I mean, now. we 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 should be fine. <laughs> it was all like young blonde women. Ah, yeah, so we I'm should not. be fine. Because oh. y'all aren't young anymore. <laughs> or blonde. <laughs> <laughs> At least we're not. Um. Okay. Well. I mean, I'm still not wor- too worried. That that adds like a. I don't know, a little tick of worry to my, my scale, but I'm not too worried yet. I'm more worried about tequila. I'm more worried about tequila. Do you get nervous of traveling? Why no. would you? Why does that make you nervous? No, I mean, I don't know. It's Honestly, it's a small town. I've always, from what we've seen, it's a small town that's always been in the back of my mind. Like, this is where <laughs> murders happen on TV or on movies in the <laughs> woods. We're going to see like a track of snow, <laughs> snow footprints going to the house and none coming back or something, you know? Nice. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Y'all, have y'all seen that? Or you, Snow you know footprints enough. You know, you know what murder I'm talking about? No. No. Where it happened like in Wisconsin where they saw the, the family. Okay, so on so, whatever day, their maid quit. She just up and quit. Like she lived in the house and she just up and quit. And then she said she quit because she heard ghosts or demons or something in the attic. Mm-mm. And then... Mm-mm. They find not today, Satan. They find a new <laughs> nanny or a maid or whatever it is, right? And um, the next couple of days, everyone in the family, like it's mother, father, and there's like about five or seven kids plus the maid. Uh, they all complain of like hearing noises and things being moved in the house and hearing noises in the attic and things being moved. And then on the fateful day, the some some of the some of the family members. They see snow uh, footprints in the snow coming towards the house, but none leaving the house. Mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm. fresh snow. They've all been in the house all like two days because they were snowed in. But I guess they think nothing of it. They go to sleep and then all of them are murdered. You know, you know what you'd see if I was there? Footprints going to the car and leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and when um, they, That's so stupid, dude. When they checked, like when people came and finally checked on them. Like, hey, uh, we haven't heard from you for a while. How's everything going? They were chopped up into pieces. <laughs> well, they found, like, the snow prints came from the woods and went to their tool shed. Their axe was missing. Those footprints then <laughs> went to the house. And then the axe was, was, was what used, what is what was used to murder them. So a perfect story, like, just following the footprints. Pretty much, but they, but they never caught the guy. I mean, they think he, they think they know who he is, but they were never able to prove it. And it was just some guy who would like bounce from like train to train, and I guess he lives kill in people. Colorado right now, right? No, this was like years ago, <laughs> like hundred, hundred fifty. He said years it was ago. in Wisconsin, but he's probably made his way down to Colorado by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of us going. So I'm, I mean, again, I'm not. It's on my. It's in the back of my mind, tucked not away. To, not to get murdered. Yeah, but like I said, <laughs> oh, okay. There's some other things I'm more worried about, like tequila and. Cassie jumping out and hitting me across the face, things like that. So I booked my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> She's ready Pay for the back. axe throwing. Payback is gonna be great. <laughs> I've already um, paid somebody. Did you? The first half, the first half of the money. You don't get the second half till it's done, right? So like you can't just put all the money in. <laughs> so I see the pictures of his face. Yeet. Um. And if anyone who Alice went half with me, so if, if anyone you know it's legit. <laughs> doesn't know what we're talking about, listen to the first episode of the podcast. The very first episode. <laughs> Quality is not as good as it is now. Not that it's better now, but the story is uh, the story's there. Why? And Austin's healed, by the way. 
No, fully. he's not. He's fully he healed. He is not. I will post a picture right now. <laughs> he is not healed. That is not going away. He needed at least three stitches. He Y'all did not take him to the hospital. I don't know what was wrong with y'all. He was just gushing blood and you let him sleep like that. <laughs> it wasn't gushing. It was. Gu- I have the pictures. I have the pictures of gushing. I didn't let him sleep. Well, it wasn't he just gushing. fell asleep. You don't know. You were asleep. Actually, I was awake for a little while because uh, I was the, the room was spinning. <laughs> but anyway, go, go listen to the first podcast if you'd like to know what we're talking about. But uh, it's a big gash, big gash. Let's move into uh, something that I was. I'm I'm pretty excited to talk about. I guess we can move into the next uh, top uh, discussion here of Cassie's challenge, challenge results, results. Okay, so last week's challenge was to research a topic, and you had one to two minutes to talk about your topic um, or tell us about what your topic is, and it had to be something that you weren't familiar with, and we were going to vote to see who... Okay, so if you did the the challenge, you got a point, and then we're going to vote to see who gets an extra point because y'all just wanted to be throwing it up point-wise, you know? I think John wanted to have a comeback, which is fine. I want to make it rain points, you know? Apparently. Make it rain. So I'm going to be up front with y'all guys. I'm so sorry to my listeners. I apologize a million times in advance. I did not do this challenge. What? Wow. wow. Don't wow me. Wow. Little mother truckers. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> need y'all to calm down. That's two challenges, Cassie. You've uh, just guys, said, fuck it, I just you. really... No, I did not. <laughs> yes, you did. You straight up really said exact words. Those are exactly Quote. what you just said. Off and podcast. John quoted. <laughs> I have it in a text message. No, you said, you it's don't. my challenge. I don't got to do it. My name's on the challenge. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I run this. So no point for me. Okay. Who So who wants to go first? Who would you like to hear first, Cassie? Uh, that's a good question. Let's go with John first. Dang. Okay. And this was only supposed to be a minute and a half. Oh, God. Okay, I'll try to talk fast. Can I mean, you can, you can go over. I'm going to go over slightly. Okay. okay. I, I, I didn't, I didn't if time it. If you go it. over, you don't get the point. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. So the, the, top, the goal here was to find something that's interesting, not just interesting to us, but would be interesting to anyone listening and to Cassie and Austin so they can try to vote for my, what do you call it, topic, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. So I, I pick something that is uh, close to home, close to my heart, <clears throat> and it's something that I, I wanted to educate myself on a little bit more. Uh, I suffer from this, and that is chlorophobia, the, the phobia of clowns, fear of clowns. Okay. I was about to type that into the cast. I, I knew you were going to pick that. No, really? Really? Yeah. Before you even said it's what I suffer from close to home, I was like, he's going to pick clowns. I was about to type that in there. Yeah, so uh, let me let me share with everybody what I found here. So I, I used two sources here, one from an NBC News article from 2008 and another from a more recent Sun article from July of this year. So past and, and present stuff. Uh, so it means a, an, an irrational or abnormal fear of clowns. Uh, chloro, which is the prefix, is an ancient Greek word that means one who goes on stilts. And uh, phobia, just the word phobia is a more pronounced form of fear that also creates a feeling of danger. So some symptoms from chlorophobia is nausea, feelings of dread, fast heartbeat, crying and screaming, and anger being placed in a situation where a clown is present. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think I've suffered nausea personally, but uh, I don't think I've cried and screamed recently. Can I 
Can I test this challenge? <laughs> <laughs> I will not be doing an experiment, no. Uh, so the roots of the phobia may be traced to the fact that clowns are basically wearing disguises while displaying uh, fake emotions that perhaps, this is according to a psychologist, perhaps hide their true feelings. In that Sun article, it said that as children, we're familiar with the appearance of family members and people who take care of us and seeing and seeing them, we have a safe and friendly human face, you know, that creates sec- uh, security and we feel at home. Clowns, however, have an unnatural, large, exaggerated and distorted feature that don't match this safe and friendly human pattern. So I've never thought of it that way, but subliminally, maybe that's what happens. I don't know. There's a psychologist who said there's six factors that can cause chlorophobia. The first one is how clowns are introduced to you as a child. If parents make sure that you're laughing and smiling with the clown, then they can match that pattern and laugh too, and they know that the faces aren't harmless or a threat. Uh, straight up, you can have an indiv- individual differences. So some kids like rides that have like haunted houses, things that pop out, and some don't. Uh, the age of exposure comes into play. Uh, some kids may be too young to figure out what's happening, opposed to someone who's older and you know more mature and can understand the situation. Uh, the reaction of other people around them with clowns. So if you have adults or other kids who are scared of clowns, and you're growing up seeing that, you're more likely going to follow that. Hmm. Is that in your case? Do you know anybody else in your family scared mm, of clowns? No. <laughs> the general level of safety and security the child feels, which is what I brought up earlier. Basically, if there's arguments, they use this example. If there's arguments at home or the child, the child doesn't feel secure or nervous, uh, feels secure or nervous at home, uh, they may feel the same way we're introduced to a distorted clown face and later that pairing of the clown face and the way that they're feeling could uh, trigger that again when they see a clown. And lastly, it says children are more sensitive. Uh, I'm sorry. Children are more sensitive as their nervous system develops. Hmm. So growing up, I guess they say that they're more sensitive to new smells, different tastes, different visual or auditory uh, things that they see. And the clown's face may be just too overwhelming at the child at a certain age. So how any of that applies to me personally, I don't I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it does. And I just don't remember. But yeah, I've always hated them uh, and how to overcome it. It says, gradually come into contact with the phobia. Uh, you'll learn to cope with the anxiety and the other cures are counseling, hypnosis, or uh, anti-anxiety medication. Can we try the hypnosis? <clears throat> <laughs> and something I found interesting was that uh, the World Health Organization has something called ICD-10, which is, it stands for International Classifications of Diseases. And uh, it's not listed on there. Chlorophobia is not a... I it's guess not it's not identified as that, but some things that are that are on there that are phobias that I found were I think more stupider than being scared of a clown. Astrophobia, which is a fear of thunderstorms, and gynophobia, if I'm pronouncing that right, the fear of women. So there's sillier phobias that have been recognized. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, we're not clapping. Who's clapping. <laughs> All right, Austin, you're up. I started writing like if I was going to write like a 10-page paper and had to cut it down from like two and three pages down to this little part, so. Yeah, I deleted a lot, actually. And I didn't, I, there's stuff here I didn't even read, honestly. <laughs> so mine's an actual speech, so just bear <coughs> with me. All right. We talk a lot about adulting issues and dealing with our third life crisis on this podcast. That is our bread and butter here. For my Cassie's Challenge research, I wanted to look at how prepared we are for a real crisis. The idea of emergency preparedness only creeps into my mind whenever the weather forecast shows 
a high likelihood of a tornado in our area, or when major disasters such as Hurricane Florence occur. As more calamities spring up, our government and first responders are getting better with reaction times. However, in an article posted on Wired.com, Daniel Barrett, a researcher at Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, stated, It is not realistic, even in developed countries, to expect that the governmental infrastructure will be able to reach everyone within hours. Individuals need to have self-sustainability, end quote. So do we know the hazards present in our cities, and if a disaster did strike, could we survive? Texas, being such a large state, is blessed with many resources. By the same token, because of our size, more hazards are present. NOAA had an interesting graph compiled from data between 1980 and 2016 that was titled U.S. Billion Dollar Dollar Weather and Climate Disasters. In it, Texas is present, present in all six categories, flooding, wildfires, severe local storms, drought, and heat waves, weather storms, and tropical cyclones. In researching the FEMA and American Red Cross websites, the bare minimum we would need to prepare for is three days. We should have enough food and water to last those few days, along with first aid kits, batteries, flashlights, and other essentials. There's a lot more I can speak on this topic, but I know I'm already over the time limit. To all our third lifers, go out to FEMA and the Red Cross's websites to see what is needed for you to be prepared for potential disasters in your area. Don't forget your furry friends and scaly family members when preparing for your home and loved ones in a crisis. And finally, if you can, donate in any way to those in need of assistance from such disasters. Thank you. <laughs> scaly friends. Are you friends your turtles? Yes. And the furry ones are the pups. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I did. So it was interesting. Yours, yours was on disaster then, or disaster readiness. Prevention. And being prepared, yeah. Because mm-hmm. Texas is so big, like all the all the major everything. disasters could hit pretty much all, of, not all of Texas, but in any part of Texas, there could be a disaster. With obviously flooding, hurricane in the south and east, tornadoes up here where we're at, but then earthquakes out to the west. Um, there's like a lot of disasters that could strike the worst thing that's happened here is flooding or san antonio i would think can you think of anything else in san antonio we never really had a disastrous tornado i think not since i've been alive yeah i would think flooding for san antonio yeah flooding usually gets bad when it you know a hurricane or something comes but well i guess when heavy rains too but it's not that it's not that bad right not where you are but yeah yeah what about where in uh, where you are? Since I mean, you're four hours north of me in Fort Worth. What what's the worst that can happen there? I mean, the city shut down right one time when it was snowing. It wasn't the snow; it was the ice. Oh, the ice, rather, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it ices here a lot. Um, Have you ever but, seen a, a car try to drive on ice? Yeah. <laughs> um, tornadoes up here as well, mm-hmm. and then recently earthquakes. Up there. Oh yeah. Hmm. By uh, yeah. Not close, I mean, close enough to where we can feel it, but not enough to, like, for it to shake anything where we're at. Yeah. Um, but I remember when our friend David was living in Dallas, and an earthquake hit somewhere in between Dallas and Fort Worth. And it was so weird because we were both texting each other, and I guess we both felt it, and at the same time we texted each other, like, did you feel that? Because it was <laughs> a lot stronger. And from where we were, like, you know two cities apart even though it's the metroplex we both felt it um 
So that's been occurring more often up here. But that's it. Obviously, the hurricanes don't aren't going to reach all the way up here. The only other thing, uh, we have a couple nuclear sites here. Mm. So if there's like any malfunction with that, like Texas could be hit. But that's it. Earthquakes okay. are more like on the west side. Yeah. Like El Paso area. Cassie. Yeah. Yes. 20 seconds. Go. Research topic. Anything on top of your head? I don't have a research. So I was going to do smoking because San Antonio changed their law from 18 to 21. So I wanted to kind of go into like how smoking was allowed on planes to where it was banned in restaurants. To okay, 20 seconds up. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, I didn't. I didn't know that it switched like that. It's interesting. Yes. So when we were in college, we couldn't even have the option to do it. Partake, I think is the word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I said we wouldn't have the option. That doesn't say whether we did or did not <laughs> partake. That is interesting because when we came up to when we moved to Fort Worth, San Antonio had already banned smoking inside restaurants and even yeah. like clubs and bars for or you know for the most part. Yeah. And so coming up here, when we would go out to certain places and it would, they were still smoking, it was like a just from, weird. From the stuff I looked at, so I didn't, I get, I didn't get to put anything together. But from what I looked at, Texas is behind than other states. There's a lot stronger laws with smoking than there is in Texas. Texas kind of hasn't switched over to it. Um, at my work, at my job location, they don't let you smoke in the building, outside the building, anywhere on the campus site. The only way you can do it is inside your car. You can't be outside your car in the parking lot doing it. You have to be inside your vehicle. Same with the with the college. I think you have to be so many feet away. There are designated areas near the college where you can smoke. But yeah. Yeah, there's nowhere nowhere to, to like, go in our place. The one time I saw, and this was a few weeks ago, I saw um, a construction worker smoking on campus. And I like gasped i was like oh, how dare he be smoking on campus and i was like oh he doesn't know or he probably didn't care i don't know <laughs> he's about but, to find out cassie starts but I, was just like, <laughs> I was looking at him like an like he was an alien i was like oh, how dare he smoke on our campus that's funny and then you know some some states or i don't know where it is hawaii or something you can't smoke with your kids in the car it's illegal which my father smoked all the time, like all the time while we were in the car. We're fine. <laughs> Granted, there's you know millions. For the record, who died from secondhand smoke, but well, you know. So. Yeah, I said for the record, none of us smoke. No. Right. None of the third third life podcasters smoke. It's an expensive habit. <laughs> um, I have enough vices. <laughs> mm, me too. But uh, yeah, I have friends who smoke, and uh, I mean, I also have friends who have quit smoking, and they say it's hard. Did your dad ever, like, try stopping Cass? Oh, I'm sure. But, like, did you ever see him, like, struggle? Well, I don't know about struggle because you would just pick it up again, right? But um, I think there were certain, like, when he hit certain milestones he tried, like, 40 years old, 50 years old, Mm -hmm. if I'm remembering correctly. Obviously, he didn't. Okay. That would have been my topic. I do want to throw out uh, this last little bit. I know my my time went over, but it's just literally a little tidbit. Some celebrities that are scared of clowns as well. Mm -hmm. Mm. Harry Potter, a.k.a. Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) Not the real Harry Potter. Really? Didn't he play? Or didn't he have have to act opposite (laughs) in uh, 
Sin City of like that guy in yellow? Uh, if it was the second Sin City, I did not watch it. No, the first one. I don't remember him in the first one. Oh, that's Elijah Wood. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember him either. Uh, Johnny Depp, which was surprising to me because I feel that's like he's... I feel like he's in a lot of colorful movies. So he just doesn't look in the mirror or what? I don't you see, know. You see that thing they came out where, like, for the past few movies, they've just been feeding him his lines? Nice. <laughs> where on set, he'll wear the earpiece so that they can just nice. tell him his lines and then he just says them. That's funny. That means they're hiring him just for his acting skills. Like Not every even other his acting actor. skills. <laughs> his, just his face, right? His, like his well, name? His name, yeah. His brand, I guess. And the last person was uh, Puff Daddy, Diddy. <laughs> mm. So how are we gonna do this then? Did I vote for okay. me. Austin votes for himself. Cassie's a tiebreaker. <laughs> so, oh no, no. Let's let's throw it up to Twitter then. All right. I wasn't for it, but all right. You know, we'll post it on a Monday. Whenever you're listening to this, it should be live. The poll sounds good. Who would you vote for, Austin? Yourself. <laughs> I mean, he either votes for me or himself. <laughs> <laughs> What are my options here, Casper? It's interesting topic, though. Can I choose not to vote? No. Can I, can I, re- can I recuse myself? No. <laughs> That's like uh, a trick question. No, I vote for John. John, who would you vote for? I vote for Austin. You can see on Monday on our Twitter, we're going to be voting for each other. <laughs> or for ourselves. Double They're cross. They're not. He's going to double cross you. <laughs> Right. So, Cassie, I know you're not, you're not prepared, but do we have another challenge for the listeners? Yes, trucker. <laughs> Can we skip a challenge week for the love of everything? Sure. Sure, Cass, sure. <laughs> I forgot. This was the results edition. Yeah, this is the results edition. Let's go on. Let's move on. Look at the docket, John, please. Moving this on. That's why we have it. Moving on. <laughs> so, it says house update. You guys have a house update for us from last week? Nope. <laughs> You're like, yeah, we settled for another apartment. <laughs> We're moving into another apartment. We signed a 15-month lease. We're good. Oh, God, I hate this apartment. I don't know if I've said this on the air. Probably. But I want you all to feel my hatred. <laughs> just just close your eyes for a second. Do you feel it? <laughs> Urgh. What, uh, what do we got, us? What's happening? We are close to getting a house, possibly. Really? We take it. We've taken it to the next steps. Yeah, we've gone it's to like, the next step. It's like if we were dating, we're like. <laughs> what base you know, are you on? <laughs> we're we're on we're on date three. Let's just say that. Oh okay. <laughs> the bases are irrelevant. <laughs> um, we're on second base right now. Okay. Okay. So what step are y'all at, or what's what's the third date entail? So we were lucky enough to have found a house that we really liked that we wanted to see that day you know supposed to be so when they send it to like houses to us there's a portal and on the portal it's like new listing right so we're like all right let's go look at this new listing well it happened to be the first day on the market so we're getting in while it's hot and as of this morning, there was no, obviously, right, there was no other offers. Well, I don't know, maybe there would have been, but there was no other offers. So I think we're right now the only person in this game. We'll see. And is there like a deadline or a timeline or a, a so, running clock somewhere? So the sellers could basically decide they want to hold out and see if anybody will go above mm. us. 
or the se- the sellers could settle and say, I'm just going to take the first offer. You met our, you know, we've got to sell this. I got to move, you know, whatever the case is. It, it depends on the seller. We don't know. Well, where I'm thinking based on what she told us is that they kind of lowballed it, but we'll see. So they can come back at you. like This is like the the negotiation they can counter you and counter them is it that is it the song and dance now i'm thinking i guess they could counter right now uh, they can count i guess they could counter if someone else put in a bid and they're like hey this person's offering they're offering to pay this much but if we're the only ones and we're giving them what they want right basically we have no negotiating room we're at the mercy of them. Well, we already kind of negotiated with what we put in. Right, but if you know that... If, if there are other offers, favor, yes. It's right, not right. in our favor, I'll just say that. You know, there's some things that the they can negotiate to have the sellers do or have them pay for. We're just, we're just not in that position. Okay. But that doesn't... That doesn't stop us from getting the house no it just leaves more stuff on us right which is fine i'm up for a challenge <laughs> well I'm, I'm, all i'm trying to say is there's someone challenge. <laughs> challenge if someone else came Buying in and, house. And, <laughs> and bid the same thing and but they wanted the sellers to do all that other stuff but we're on our end we're going to do all that other stuff we have the better deal yes um, yeah, of course, it's better for them, but it's not better in our favor, is what I'm saying. Right, but I don't think it's outrageous. No, for no. For, like, what we would... But, yeah, it, it went pretty fast. We I saw it... I Like she said, the realtor emails us this, and I saw the house, and I was just clicking through. I was like, this looks really good, so I text Cassie, and she liked it, and then... He was like, yo, wife, check this house out. <laughs> and then maybe like an hour later I was like emailing her. I emailed her again this house is really good should we text the realtor like can we go see the house today and so we did she said yes and we went saw the house and then on the way home we text the realtor saying that yes we want to make an offer it was that simple uh, and then oh now, I mean I don't know about that simple I mean now we're going through so now we're coordinating, you know, with our bank and the realtor to get everything, get all the paperwork in line so that, you know. This mm-hmm. is day two, so I'll let you know how many days it takes. When did y'all see this house? How I mean, today's Wednesday the 26th. When did y'all go? Yesterday. Oh. Tuesday, the, Tuesday the 25th. Okay. <laughs> Dang. Okay. That's okay. why I didn't have time for my topic, you know. It's just whatever. You know, adulting. You're busy adulting. <laughs> I had prepared and done my topic, topic beforehand. Shit. <laughs> So okay, that's, cool. That's the update. So we'll we'll see. I wonder how fast. I mean, we'll find out because I mean, obviously, there's no right or wrong answer yet. But uh, I wonder how long this process is going to take. Like, I wonder by next week if we're going to know something, which I would think we would. She made it sound like a good, a job well done can be the it can close in twenty you something know, days or oh shit yeah. I think well, the goal right now that the realtor had said was to have everything closed by the 22nd of October. Dang. To, like, be ready to move in, have everything ready to go. By the 22nd? Yeah. Because, I mean, as part of the process, we still need to get, like, P- 
people out there to inspect it and all this other stuff. Yeah. Like Cassie, I mentioned last podcast, the adjuster comes out to you know make sure or appraise it. The appraiser comes out to appraise the house to make sure it is worth that much and all that stuff. Um, so it is going to be a process just to get those p- people on the schedule to come out. Um, but we liked the house; it was good. Three bedroom, two bath. Uh, great yard, really great yard. yard. Oh my! Then, okay, so the first thing I loved about the house was the master bedroom. Like oh, I understand yeah. you need space for your for people, but it's like the majority of the house is in the master bedroom, and it's just lovely. All wood floors. It's humongous. There's room enough for like a couch and a desk and a king bed. And in the master own, bedroom, and <laughs> its own bathroom. And I'm like, yes, I'll just live in here. Everybody else can be over there. You know what's on funny? The other side of the house. Um, I haven't looked at houses yet because you know, I'm not on the market yet. But every apartment that I've had, I've always wanted a bigger living area, and that's not like to entertain. That's just for me because I think I was like my mindset for my bedroom is I'm just gonna go to sleep. I don't, and that's interesting that you brought that up. As far as you're the Rookie opposite. Mistake. No, I mean. As no, long no, as we so we one of the list one of the things on my list was it has to have enough space to entertain. Not that anybody lives near us, but like when you and Jess come up or Austin's parents come up, we want enough space to where it's not tight. Like we've seen some houses where the living area is so small and then the rest of the house is just bedrooms. And it's like how do you even breathe? Like I need breathing room. Yeah, yeah. But uh okay, cool, cool. So this and then the yard. Second is the yard. You want a big yard? Or you want a no, decent yard? A nice yard? This, it, it's a huge yard. This place has a huge... What did he say? It's almost a quarter of an acre. The yard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Um, And yeah, most of it's in the back and it's huge. Like, Is it flat? I yes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is flat. Right outside, when you come out the backyard, there's a nice patio. And then... The rest is just all yard, and it's it's a it's a good size. It's spacious. Like, you can do laps around it. It's so spacious. You're going to work out outside? Yeah. <laughs> and then they have, like, this big storage, like a big, uh, what is it? Like a, like yeah, a like storage a, unit? I don't know what mm-hmm. it's called. I got a shack back there. Like, for your lawnmower and stuff? It's, no, right, but it's right. huge. It's, it's like, huge. really tall. Like, you can put ladders, like, really tall. I don't know. It's, like, even on a slab, I think. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's on a foundation. Could you fit a car in there? Uh, no. No, you have to go up steps. Well, I mean, yeah, no, you can't. But it, the house did come with a two-car garage. Okay. Yeah, it, it was good. The The guest bedrooms, the two other guest bedrooms, they're okay size. I mean, like Cassie said, we're not going to be in there. <laughs> But you're not gonna, I'm not living in there. You're not going to make one like, are you going to keep both of them bedrooms or make one like an office or like a game room or something? If I, if we were to get, like if we had settled on a four bedroom house, I would have wanted like two guest rooms, one master and then one office. But since it's three, it'll probably be two guests and then just the master. And then obviously a bedroom would be converted into children's bedrooms or a nursery or whatever if and when that time comes and it's in a good neighborhood oh yeah i forgot about all that there's <laughs> no <laughs> sex offenders next door yeah that's saw, the thing people we saw looking a, for a house. house but there were sex offenders that live literally next door <laughs> what do you do with that you can't move in there 
that there house was, was never going to sell. There was a house next door. So the neighbors of the house we're looking at, where there was three sex offenders that lived in there. <laughs> Together. And not just like, oh, you know, an adult. Jeez. Children. Like, you can't live there. You can't do that. That house is never going to sell. I'm sorry. That's And then the house was great. The house was, I mean, awesome. It was awesome. The price was amazing. Because the people who live next door. Yeah. And I haven't searched anywhere else. Obviously, I'm just looking in the Fort Worth area. But, man, those people are everywhere. <laughs> oh, like my you, God. You can't. It makes it was, you sick. It was so Damn. crazy where it's like, well, how close should we be living to this? Because this is a great house. But they're, you know, at the end of the street type of thing. Like, Or they're two streets over. Why is everyone so close? Like, it's just strange. As far as the house being, you know, potentially the one, that's good news. Uh, we'll, we'll keep the listeners updated every step of the way, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, moving on to the next discussion here. Uh, last episode, we wanted to bring up things that creep us out and freak us out and make us squirmy and however else you want to describe it. Uh, who wants to go first, or do you guys have anything in mind already? Um, I, didn't, I didn't realize how much I hate mice and rats. Ooh, don't say that word. Until you have it in your apartment. Jessica doesn't like that word. Any of those words. I mean, <laughs> I was on top. Like, I'm not even joking. On top, like a, like the way you see it, like in TV shows where it's like, that person's being ridiculous. Please don't climb on top of the freaking chair. No, that was me. I couldn't even look that way. Oh, God, they're just so awful. There's she a was. famous Disney mouse. Ratatouille. <laughs> Mickey's Mickey. magical. <laughs> oh. What? That thing looks like a mouse, like a rat, like a grossness. That's funny. Yeah, but he's, he said mouse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's not, I mean, that's not nothing that's, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are freaked out about it. No. If I were to see one, I don't think I'd squirm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's, the, it's not even just the the animal itself. It's like the uncleanliness of it. You know what? You know what does is what bugs me. Mice. Sorry, Jess, for saying that word. What do you say? M. The M word. Those things. The smaller of the things, they don't freak me out. The bigger of the things, they make. Okay, I can understand why that would maybe. Right, but it's just you know what it is. It's their freaking tail. Oh yeah. It's just the tail. To me, that it, it just looks weird. It's just like abnormal. No, I got- Yesterday, I thought Austin was... Was it yesterday? Yeah. I thought Austin was going to tell me gossip, right? He's like, oh, I better not tell you. And I was like, no, you need to tell me. And he's like, no, no, I can't tell you. I was like... The cheese man, like, Cassie wants I was like, you tell me right now. And he was like... He goes into... Because we work with scientists. How they needed to order the R word for experiments. And I was like, oh, don't tell me. I started freaking out. I was not like, only did they have to order the R word, but oh, the R... Gosh. Needed to be pregnant. They needed a pregnant R. Oh. A dead pregnant one? No, a live, live, live. A live pregnant one? That's yeah. so gross. Again, the people we work with, they order like hundreds of these things a month, right? <laughs> and so... What's, what's the going rate on, a, on one of those things right now? I can tell you right now, a pregnant R? <laughs> a pregnant one, and oh, you'll God. you'll receive her 15 weeks pregnant, oh, $275. Damn, they're ma- they're they're making money off these things. Well, that's because she's pregnant. The regular the regular <laughs> little ones, you can probably get about twenty for like a hundred bucks. Oh. oh, so gross. 
I was begging him to tell me this, right? <laughs> and so when he told me, I was like, stop. And he just kept going, right? Like, he wanted to get it all out, like, finish the whole story. And because I was like, oh, friend, my ears. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, when I see a mouse, I'm like, oh, man, like, I have to deal with this. But whenever you see a rat or, you know, an R word, <laughs> like. A splinter. That, I call it a, a Mickey and a splinter. A master splinter. <laughs> A master uh, splinter and a Mickey. <laughs> seeing a seeing a master splinter like that's <laughs> if they're a large one like it's the same thing when we went to Alaska and we saw like actual ravens. Oh my god! They weren't they weren't creepy, but seeing a bird where you see birds like that, you know, normal sized birds. When you see a, an actual raven up close and you see how huge it is, and it's insane. Beak, it came up to my knee. Never more. This thing was gonna take my fingers. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Okay, so that that's number one that's for you, Kev. Okay, yeah, okay. yep, that's gonna have to be it. <clears throat> awesome. What do you what do you got? You don't. First of all, let me say you don't seem like somebody. To, actually, time out. I was about to say you don't seem like somebody who gets squirmish or creeped out. But I just thought of something. But let's see if it's the same thing. I don't like seeing X rays of like teeth. That's what I was gonna say, dude. <laughs> that's exactly what I was gonna say. The teeth. That's so uh, funny. I. I, I know this is out there. I don't know. We can probably tweet the picture of this. No, we mm-hmm. will not do that. We will not. I know what your picture the, you're going to say. We will yeah, not do there's that. Yeah, there's that picture of a... Uh, Stop. It's of a, of a kid who had, like, passed away, but this was, like, years ago. God, I'm getting goosebumps, but man. his skeleton had the teeth that were, you know, obviously in his mouth that you can see, <sighs> but you can also see the holes in his skull that had the teeth that were, like, forming oh, and coming through. That's not what bothers me. Where uh, there's, like, layers, right? What bothers me is the rows. Have you you've seen that? I, I've told you that, yeah. Austin. The, yeah, yeah. But the rows, like not going up into your cheeks and stuff. The rows that are that line your the top of your mouth. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. There's it, 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 maybe it was someone who photoshopped it, but I I, I want to say it was like a medical condition where you know you have your front row of teeth, your bottom row of teeth, and then there's mm-hmm. continual there's rows that that just line the top of your mouth. Just they just like, keep going. Like a shark. Yeah. Yes. Where new ones just come in. Uh, no, I haven't seen that. No, yeah, the one I was saying was like you can see it. You you can only see it if you look in, if you see the skull, and it's just that's that's creepy. That doesn't creep me out because that's how it's supposed to be. That's how new teeth come in when you're growing up, and you know you lose a baby tooth. Yeah, but nothing's supposed to be inside your bone like that. I mean, it is. <laughs> it's, that if if you were to see an X-ray of that, that's not abnormal. Like that's supposed to be like that. My sister recently said that the holes creep her out. The holes? Like there's, a, there's a plant, like a certain flower. Oh, no, I have the same thing as Francis. That has the Francis. pores. Yeah, the, I'm, that's, oh. that's, just, that's the same fear. I think that's the same fear as the teeth. It's having those... There's Yeah, and there's an actual phobia for it where it's a hole or some kind of circle. And then within it, there's like something else inside that pore, inside that circle. And when you line those up and get a bunch of them in a row or in a circle or however you want to arrange them, it it gives you like a creepy feeling. I have that. So so holy things is what you're saying? Not holy things, but I mean I can just try to look up the thing. Mm-mm. Uh, I was letting you know I'm like frowning this entire portion of this. Like just like mm no. It's called tripophobia. Is an aversion to the sight of irregular patterns or clusters of small holes or bumps. Nah, that doesn't bother me. Look at that. That freaks me out. Look at the picture I just sent you guys. 
This is what I was talking about. That's Photoshop. That's Photoshop, but that's what I've seen. It has braces on all the layers. <laughs> that's Who Photoshop. Puts braces? <laughs> Who puts braces? But that th- the thought of that is my point. I was. Okay. This is. Can I, I, I know. describe this to y'all guys? <laughs> so it's like the front row has braces, and then there's some in the back that also have braces, and then there's a third row that also have braces. I'm pretty sure the dentist didn't put three things of braces on the top top portion of his mouth. My point is, it looks like that is is what I'm saying. Gotcha. Send him send him a picture of these pores, these holes. The, uh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I don't. Did you search that. it? You can, I mean, y'all can search. No, it. I didn't search it, but you know. So I'm what? What creeps you out, John? So don't say clowns. No, I won't say clowns. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that I actually just heard last week, and it, I didn't know it creeped me out, which is why it sticks out to me. But when I heard it, it creeps me. It, it makes me feel ugh, uh, squeamish. Uh, have you heard of ASMR? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Cassie. No. No. Oh, I thought you said yes. No. I said yes. It stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And I'm not going to do it because it will sound weird, but it's people basically... Well, there's things that you can do to stimulate it and people who like like listening to it to like almost like a a fetish level, I would say. Bunch of YouTube. Yes, yes. But the one that I heard, and it was, it was another podcast I was listening to, he was explaining what it was and then he started talking like, and it's just talking at a low soft whisper tone with the mic volume all the way up picking up your voice and it's Mm -hmm. like it's just talking like that and it's supposed to create like a tingling sensation like in your head and your scalp and people like enjoy this and that freaks you out yeah because i guess i'd have to hear it if you yeah I, i i don't know if i should play something or not do it should i play something else I mean, you can. I mean, I don't care. We, or you can search it. We can search it afterwards, Cassie. It's up to you. Okay. Let me let me play. It. Let me play it for you. How do I how do I find that? What what's that thing that you and Francis have? Dude, this chick on YouTube. I, I'm just I just go, I just YouTube ASMR. <laughs> she is an it's an AM, ASMR channel, and she has 1.3 million subscribers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ugh. Uh. Okay, John. I'm sending you this picture. It creeps me out just looking at it. So just delete it as soon as you see it. Okay. And then I'll play this I'll play this video after I look at it. Let me see. I've seen I've seen this stuff and it's photoshopped. Obviously. Except that right. plant, except that green plant at the end. The the stuff with the human stuff is photoshopped, but I understand the plant stuff, the yeah, other stuff. It doesn't look natural is, is what it is probably. Yeah. It doesn't give you the ugh. I, I mean it does slightly, but it's not you know why? Because last American horror story, cult, they 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 played with phobia. So there was a clown phobia and there was this phobia and uh, cl- uh, claustrophobia. There was a bunch of phobias that they played with. So they show that a lot, actually. Mm. But look, I'm going to play something for the for this ASMR thing. I'll play like 10 seconds. Or not, maybe not even that much. But this is what yeah. it is. Oh, that's an ad. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I stopped playing for Google Play, so. Ah. <laughs> Right, oh yeah, we didn't bring right. that up. Eh, we don't need to. We don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners need to know. Okay, hold on, here we go. Here we go. Hello, everybody. The credit for the song playing in the background, as well as the authors and titles of all the poems. So that that's what it is, and people 
That's annoying. People enjoy that. Like, I'm just annoyed. Like, <laughs> talking in your regular voice. I liked it. See? See, Austin likes it. Talk to him like that cast from now on. No. Because no. it feels like... It feels like <laughs> I don't like that. I, that Cassie. I hate that. No. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Uh, no, because I, I, it feels like she's inside your head. No, it's mm. more than that. It's like... Uh, I do feel like the... Well, I felt the tingling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't at all. And you weren't doing it right. <laughs> right. I didn't feel that at all. It's just it was annoying to me. Right. I was like, just use your regular voice, please. I can't understand what you're saying. Um, no, I can't. I didn't know until, like I said back uh, last week when I was hearing the podcast, and then the dude kept, the dude just did the whole podcast like that. He was making fun. it's a com- it's a comedy podcast, so he was making right. fun of it. But so he was saying funny shit, but like. Oh my god! <laughs> it's such a big thing on YouTube, dude. I it's didn't hear about it till last week, but apparently it's oh, it's huge. Yeah. Do I have the voice for that? Can I be making millions? Right now? <laughs> I don't know. My voice is kind of high pitched. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that was. Uh, <laughs> can't even like think about it. <clears throat> really? No, I don't. I don't feel that at all. Um. So yeah, that was just a little random. Go go around of things that we squ- squirm about. Sque- I don't know what you, how you want to describe it. Gives us the willy. Was it the willy? Ge- was it what's the hibby, it called? Jibbies. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't, know who, I don't know who Willy is. <laughs> Nilly Willy is that a thing? Yeah, but that's not. The Isn't case, that a, a dance? The Nilly Willy? No, nah, I don't no, know. Like Dilly Dilly. Nilly Willy and Soldier Boy. <laughs> what are we talking about? It's the hibby jibbies, isn't it? There we go. I said that already. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the last thing here. What did you What do you have on here? So 20- the last thing. Go ahead, the last go. thing is that John has switched from <laughs> a Pixel Google phone to back to an iPhone. He's a traitor. Traitor. He's finally made the move. I've been talking That's gonna about. It's going to be our it. last topic. It's going to be our last topic. John, go ahead, jump right in. Please explain I mean, to the people. We, we have a whole. We have a whole episode. Of, uh, dedicated to this, but I did switch over to the iPhone X, <laughs> and uh, I missed it. I, I I missed it. But you know, y'all know that this is no surprise. You I talked FOMO. about this. <laughs> oh no, you get to mofo. Yeah, I'm a FOMO <laughs> to, mofo. <laughs> <laughs> to clear up John or to I don't know, explain John's point. He switched to iPhone X, so not the XS, not the XS yeah, yeah. Max, last year's, not the last XR year's model. So it's not the latest one. I don't care. But yeah, I mean, I don't regret it. It was, I will it was say, a joke. we don't have to talk about. This. I don't, I, let me just say this: it was bittersweet when I <laughs> please, deleted. Please don't try to defend yourself when I factory you reset look my Google Pixel two. This is embarrassing yourself. I, I I I went through the menu one last time, seeing all the apps I had on there, and uh, I mean, then I, then I did it, but you know, mm. it was it was it was tough. It was like you know. Mm. It's like ripping a Band-Aid off. Just have to do it really quick. It's so hard <laughs> to, to say, say goodbye. goodbye. All right, all right. Let's get into the real last topic here. You put on here, Austin, 23 and me. What What do you want to talk about about this? So, so I'll mark that down real quick. So Cassie and I, a couple of weeks ago, actually more like a month ago at this point, we sent in and bought the 23 and me packet. And for those who don't know, it's the subscription, or not subscription, the company that tests your DNA and they'll run all your, like your ancestry, your health, genetics, all this stuff 
and so we purchased it, got the the kit pretty much the next day, and <laughs> in the now. kit. Oh no, she was doing that because in the kit you have to spit into oh, the into the that tube. That sounded like ASMR cast. <laughs> spit, 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 spit. So you <laughs> take you take the kit, you register it so that it, it's you know linked to you, and then there's a test tube, and you have to spit 15 milliliters of saliva. It's gross. Um, <laughs> and before you do that, you have to not drink or eat anything for 30 minutes. So we did that. By the time it came time to spit, I was so thirsty I had like nothing to spit. <laughs> oh, gosh, what but, a baby! Couldn't go thirty minutes without drinking something. You would yeah. die in the desert instantly. I'd have to leave you behind. I'd find water. The but, desert, uh, babe. There's no water in the desert. There, there's ways. There's, there is water. <laughs> Anyways, um, so we did that. Sent it out, and then it, they say it takes anywhere from like four to six weeks to get your results. Mm-hmm. So based on that information, we shouldn't be getting our results until we're going to get ready to leave to the bachelor bachelorette parties. But our results actually came in a lot sooner. Uh, Cassie's came in yesterday and mine came in. He was well, so guess, jelly. Well, I guess also yesterday. Too. Hers came in yesterday early in the morning, like at 6 a.m. And mine came in yesterday also, but like at 10 p.m. Is it like an email or like a letter? It's an email, but there's an app that you can download that has all your information. Okay, so they just uploaded it at the, at different times. Right, and I assume because when we did this, that was still before Cassie changed her last name to mine. Mm-hmm. And so her last name, her maiden name uh, came it's before us. I filled it out as... Well, don't say it on the podcast, but all right. Oh. Too late. You live at... <laughs> <laughs> your social security number out. is... Cut all that out. That's right. So what I was saying is your Cassie's maiden name uh, came it's before mine... Though. I didn't. I didn't put my maiden. <laughs> Say it again, Dayton. <laughs> Say it again. What did you put, Cass? <laughs> <laughs> I put my married name. You can put what my cousin did when we went to Vegas. He just put Elvis, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, and they did address him as Elvis, motherfucker. So we got our reports back in. We did the ancestry and health, uh, and it was interesting. I, I mean, at least I thought it was interesting. What do you? I mean, what's? Can you share anything that's interesting about it? Anything that we would find interesting about it? So, what percentage? Of, what percentage of you are are? What percentage are you of other ethnicities? So I can give you like the three main ones because it's there's a lot of like one point something percent or point something percent or give me the, okay know. do this real quick. Give me the most craziest ethnicity first, even if it's a point something, and then give me the top three. Um, let's see the craziest thing. How about point three? Chinese and Southeast Asian. Chinese? Man, I don't have that. I also have point four Scandinavian. Okay. So. Sorry. I'll send a snap to Jess. Who said? <laughs> We're recording a podcast here. No, Bailey's. I'll send it to you too. Bailey's uh, laying down funny. Um, so Chinese and Scandinavian, huh? Those are like the, uh, yeah, the odd ones. Yeah, one of the odd ones. And the top three, what are you? So top three Indian my so my forty six percent is Native American from Mexico. Okay. So that that's almost like half mine. Next, twenty four percent is Spain. My next other one is twelve percent Southern European. That Southern European also like encompasses Spain, so it's it's probably just more Spain. Um, so basically fifty percent. From 
Mexico, Native American descent from there, and then about a quarter percent from Spain is mine. Hmm. Did any of that shock you? No, I mean, Mexico, you would assume we're Hispanic. Um, and then the Spanish part from Spain, my dad always said that his great-grandmother was from Spain. Hmm. So that that pretty much lines up. And the fact that I'm almost a quarter, that pretty much, I think, almost, uh, what, what I want to say, not certifies, but... Confirms. Confirms, there we go. Confirms that... My great grandmother probably was from Spain. Cool. Um, yeah. So. so my mom always said that my great grandfather was Native American from I don't know which tribe, but I think she said from Oklahoma. So mine came back as fifty-five percent Native American. Ooh, more. Which I don't know if you've seen me, but I'm pretty. I'm pretty dark. What? But Native American from Mexico. Correct. Right. And then 15% Iberian from Portugal. Hmm. The rivalry between her and I now. Mm-hmm. So it begins. Mm-hmm. Come next World Cup. Oh, you better be ready. <laughs> and then I got the same Southern European 11%. I thought the really, I, I really liked the, on this, is the traits. So depending on your DNA, like, um, more or less likely to have these types of traits. Some of them were wrong for me, which is which is fine. But then some of them I thought was really funny. Like one of them is the finger length ratio. And I'm more likely to have my uh, index finger longer than my ring finger. So it's just little things like that where I was like, oh, that's cool. Hmm. Oh, what was the other one? An average odds of hating the chewing sound or like more likely to be bitten or less likely to be bitten by mosquitoes. So it was just like different traits that were just very interesting. It's a whole list of them. And they got all this from your spit. Yes. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. Some of it was hit or miss um, with that. And, I, and that's the thing with this 23andMe. There are a lot of surveys and questions you can do to try to make this information better for for yourself, but then also for the next person that fills this out. Because I know for, like, my traits, it said um, that I was lactose intolerant, which was yes. But it also said that for Cassie as well. And then for m- one of my traits, it said something like, oh, less likely to be balding. Well, that's not true. <laughs> and this is not something you'll do, that you have to do again, right? Or you'd, you'd want to do again? Like, as far no, as... No, we, we won't have to do this again. My DNA doesn't change. That's what I was going to say. Like, there's no point in someone doing it again to see if they get something else unless no, you can connect them unless my mutant ability unlocks <laughs> or i get bit or has awesome. some kind of gamma radiation on me i don't think i need to do this again okay um you said it off podcast but we can bring it up here too you said what you are interested in probably doing is the ancestry to, for a family tree right because i know so looking at at this i know my cousin did Either 23andMe or Ancestry.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know some of his stuff is mapped out. So it would be interesting to, to combine my stuff that I have now. And I believe another one of my cousins did Ancestry. And he has a good chunk of our family tree uh, mapped out from recent years. Um, so just be interesting because going back to like the percentages... Even in Native America, that 46% that I have, 
the majority is from Mexico, but then there is a small part that says El Salvador and a smaller part that says Colombia. So it'll just be interesting to see how far we can actually go back with this. Um, And so maybe on my mom's side, we can go far enough back to where it reaches Mexico and we'll definitely probably reach Mexico, but even further back. And then on my dad's side, maybe we can go far back so, so I can see who actually came from Spain and like how I am actually related to Spanish. I've always thought, and it could be also for this 23 me, but and I'm skeptical for this reason, but I've always thought they can be blowing you smoke. Like, what if they're just saying a bunch of things and there's no way to prove it? Science, John. No, I get that, but I didn't see him <laughs> run the test. I don't know what they, what they did with my spit. I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I really want them to do is run my spit and then do the genetic of how predict how I would look so I can compare that to how I really look. <laughs> yeah, that would be badass see how much it hits or miss i know they would get the earlobes wrong because that's what they got they said i have detached earlobes but mine are very much connected but little things like that where they could kind of draw you out like based on your dna this is how you would look but look when like now no. oh no why would they can you? do that well, they can do that from dna look, what would be the point that of that is so cool just to see how close they get to the real Cassie. <laughs> and then you know it's a clone. Dun dun. If uh, someone just took your spit and then based on how your results came out drew you and it looked like you, you don't think that's amazing? It's cool. Uh but what's the point? Again. That there's so much information in your DNA. Yeah, I mean I we know that, that now though. Pull that. <sighs> All right. <laughs> but have you ever tested it, John? Well, that, that's my skepticism towards this thing. Like, what if they're just... Well, that's proof. Like, some of the things, like Austin said, some of, like, the whole balding part or whatever you said that doesn't... The earlobe part, Cassie. Mm-hmm. Like, why would that even come up? They show you... Okay, so they show you... What is it called? The... Like, your chromosomes. Like, where it falls. And so, how they took that educated guess. Oh. I guess that, that makes sense. The point was it was a guess. Okay. I'm just. I mean, I'm. I'm not trying to give them a hard time, but that's the reason why I think I wouldn't do it. Same. The ancestry part has more of my attention, but at some point, how do I know they're? At some point, how do I know that they're not telling the truth? So for Twenty Three and Me, it's. It's not that they took a guess. It was. You know what? For this, tra- you have this trait in your chromosome, and seventy-five percent of the people that have this trait, do go bald. So we're going to say you're highly likely to go bald. And that's how they send it to me. And they tell you what chromosome number it lands on. I just so think that, that's really So that's how it works. And as far as ancestry, they only give you the information if it's actually been documented. So if there's no documentation of your so-and-so coming over from the boat or from wherever, there's not going to be that. It'll stop at some point. Like It won't go past a certain point. Right, right, right. <clears throat> okay. So... I mean, I like this. I am, inter- I am interested to see other coworkers from work who have done it because there are a few that have done it. And they are, well, they're white, but they know specifically where in Europe, where in Central Europe and where in Northern Europe they're actually from. So I would like to see their ancestry, like, composition just to compare it to mine because obviously it would be more heavily European, but then maybe not so much Native American here in the States. But we would probably still have some similarities when it came to like Africa and other other places like that. 
Hmm. Okay. But it gave others, like I said, it gives a bunch of information. We just got this. We haven't gone through it. You get uh, so much information. And again, you can connect them. So it'd be interesting to see what it says when we connect our profiles together. Right. So right now it says I have 1,009 DNA relatives in 23andMe. Three of those are close family or second cousins. They're out there. That'll They're be waiting for me to find. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll keep people up to, uh, updated to see if we do take that next step into Ancestor, if you guys will. Um, and you said you guys can link it. So if y'all find anything else interesting, let us know. Yeah. Someone at work is related to, like, famous people. Actually, someone at work, she's, like, distant cousins to Warren Buffett. <laughs> cool. Yeah. She in his will? No. <laughs> Which we found out today. Apparently, no one is in his will for, like, his children. So that's his money dies with him. Yes, <laughs> must be buried with me like the pharaohs. That's pretty cool. It's all mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right then. Well, we went over time, which is totally fine. We talked about a lot of different things today. Uh, Austin, go ahead and let the people know how they can find us, please. You can find us at Three RD Life Podcast, Third Life Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Go ahead and like, subscribe, rate on all those good platforms. And then to catch up what we've been doing and all our latest episodes, you can check out our website at 3rdlifepodcast.com. You can find all that good stuff there, our bios, you can contact us, you can see our our Third Life mural, which has all our pictures that we post on Instagram, and go ahead and check it out. All right, guys. Well, that's all we have uh, this week. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for hanging out, and take care. Bye. Later. Bye.